Hey everybody, welcome to the Disrupt Davao podcast. My name is Regina and I will be your host. This is a conversation series with entrepreneurs, innovators, and disruptors in Davao City during the times of COVID-19 pandemic. We want to know how our friends are doing, how their businesses are doing, how are they pivoting and thriving in this current climate. We want them to be heard, discovered, and more importantly, feel supported, especially under these extreme circumstances we are in today. So welcome to the show and let's get right to it. Hey everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Disrupt Davao podcast. My name is Regina and I am coming to you live from the sunny and bright city of Davao. And I couldn't even get started with this without smiling because this has been one of those things that I wanted to do but never had the time to do up until this pandemic. So here I am and I know it's been long overdue but I wanted to thank you for always being there. Thank you for all your support in literally anything that we want to do. So thank you so much for being here today. And this show is about you. This show is for you. This show is a platform where you can come on and share your story, your business, your products, and your services. We wanted to get inspired by you. We wanted to learn from you. We wanted to hear your insights and all your experiences in this entrepreneurial journey, especially under this uncertain times that we are on. And on this first episode, I wanted to share with you our very own experience in how we've handled the transition to the new normal as a business. Now, 2020 for me personally started very rough. I got sick early on and I had to go through a major operation. But that was fine. I had recovered from that. And I was like, okay, it's time to conquer the world. It's time to build great things. And boom, lockdown, March. And this was the onset of the lockdown when everyone didn't really know who to listen to, who to follow, where to go. This was the time when all of us were in panic mode. We didn't really have much information. We didn't really know where to go, who really to follow. And we, we, were, we were lost. We, we didn't really know what was happening. And for us as a business, it was hard because our team members wanted answers too from us. They wanted to know what our plan was. And this was the time when we couldn't really make any plans because then we didn't really have any solid um you know solid instructions from the government on 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 the protocols and the measures what we know is that there is this disease there is this virus and we should you know that is contagious and we should we should be in isolation as much as we can to contain this And then we were told by the government uh, through an executive order that we are going to be shifting to a work from home setup and to operate in a skeleton workforce as much as possible and as fast as possible. Now we were on a timeline. Now Mr. Outsource as a business have started with a work from home business model already. That was our year one. Up until year two, when we saw that it didn't really work for us and we had to 
shift to an office-based business setup. And it was one of the, the best decisions we've ever made. And however, even with that said, we didn't transition to the work from home setup as seamless or as smooth as we thought. The, this transition have magnified the existing gaps that we have in our system, in our processes, and in our policies. And with a very strict timeline, it's difficult and it was a challenge for us to solve these gaps right then and there. So we had to go through all of them one by one, you know? So we were like, okay, how do you eat an elephant, right? You, you go one bite, at, one bite at a time. So that's what we did. One, we made sure that the people who can work from home, they can work from home. We made the, we have them bring their laptops home, their monitors of home, everything that they need from the office to operate at home successfully, we had them bring. Second is those people who cannot work from home had to stay in the office and had to stay there. We mean live, eat, shower, work there up until the lockdown is over, the lift, uh, the lockdown has been lifted or whatever it is that the government has instructed us. If we can't make that happen, also, we can have the option to have them at, stay at a hotel or in, in, in a place where we can bring them from and to work safely. You know, there's little contact as much as possible. And if we wanted to continue to operate, and if ever one of our employees got sick or got infected, then we are liable for it. So there was that stress on top of another stress of another stress of another stress. Now, the malls on this time are closing of, or in a very limited hour, function opening in a limited hour, hours. <laughs> and then everything is running out, masks, alcohol, Everything that the, the government required us to have is basically, we, you know, is running out. So even to make sure that they have a living, a comfortable living space in our office. So we had to get beds, we had to get pillows, we had to get fans and air cons. And we had to make sure that the people who are staying in the office are comfortable. Because we wouldn't want them to feel locked down like lockdown it's it's unfair you know it's not it's not fair to them so we had to make sure that they have supplies every day we had to make sure that they are healthy and well and secured and I just wanted now that I'm thinking about them I just wanted to thank them Bent, Clarice, Elaine for staying in the office for really no complaints we didn't really hear anything from you guys you are just the best you have kept the business going for us and we really i really really appreciate the things that you've done all throughout this pandemic so yeah if you're listening thank you thank you okay so back to where we were so after that now actually now that we are now we can the curfew's been lifted we can now operate as much as possible 
we still didn't bring everyone to the office. We do have our, you know, we let them know that if you have any problems in the off in, in your house and you can't operate properly, you really need to go to the office. You know, the office is there for you to function well, but we don't want to risk it. So just make sure that you you can operate and be productive where you are. And I wanted to, I want to stay on the positive side here by also being grateful for our clients for being transparent and being, you know, over communicate with us on their plans as a business too, because without that, we are also blind sided here. So thank you so much for our clients for always telling us their plans four weeks ahead for telling us that we they are still going to renew, they can still afford us for the next few months. We wanted to thank our clients for understanding our situation, for understanding this transition and that sometimes when they call our team members, there will be dogs in the background, there will be roosters in the background, <laughs> you know, there will be TV in the background and we wanted to thank them for their flexibility and understanding. So, thank you. Another another one that I'm very grateful for is our landlord who we've we've been, we've we've had her we've had our landlord for I don't know six years the entire time we started as a business we we are already there and we wanted to thank her for being flexible also and understanding and we we informed her in advance that we may be late or we we don't know what's going to happen and she's she understand it she says i understand and just let me know how i can help so thank you so much another one that i wanted to great be grateful for is our government too our government has always been very vocal and open with with the BPO industry and being supportive and keep us running too as a business. And we wanted to thank them for thinking of everyone. And I know, and I am very aware of our privileges and I am very aware of the things that we have. And, you know, it may be harder for other people. So that's why I wanted to thank them for always thinking for them as well. And yeah, if, if, and also the people, I wanted to thank the people who constantly helps too. Like for no other reason, you just want to help. Especially during these times, you have no problem whatsoever to stand up and whoever virus or natural disaster that is, you guys are always there on the front line. Speaking of frontline, our frontliners too, our nurses, our doctors, everyone constantly working here in the city, keeping our economy and keeping our lives safer and healthier. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I know we have always have to make space for these negative experiences as lessons, but I also wanted to focus on the positive side that because of this pandemic, we have fixed a lot of the gaps in our processes. Because of this pandemic, our team got closer. You know, because of this pandemic, I have learned a lot of things that I didn't know that I am capable of. Because of this pandemic, there are a lot of people that I am happy that I know. I'm happy that I get to connect to and I'm happy that they are part of my life 
you know so I wanted to end this episode on a positive note and be you know to 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 let you guys know that we are still in the beginning of this crisis there are businesses business experts who are predicting that the next six months of this year is going to really is going to be the real battle as business owners and we have to keep it stronger (laughs) we have to keep our faith and our passion even stronger than it already is because this crisis is just getting started so strap on and we i know that we can go through this together at the end of every episode i will be sharing a quote for you to reflect on and for this episode the quote is we will get through this by seeing every challenge as an opportunity to better serve others it starts with accepting that the world is bigger than what's right in front of us the power of purpose by bernadette smith Thank you so much for tuning in to Disrupt Davao Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share this podcast with a friend. And if you really love what you heard, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, rate, and review. That really helps us get the best guests and improve the podcast so we're serving you a podcast that you want to hear. Bye for now.